0: Support for This is an Experiment is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer for you. That is 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code experiment at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, about eight million balls. The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artist themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. (laughs) Today's guest hails from Orlando, Florida, and has since made his way out to Los Angeles, California. He's an artist, he's a songwriter, and he is a producer. He has found success with his music as well as with his videos. He's a sweet dude, and according to Tristan, he makes some great Palomas. Please welcome today's guest, Schumach.
1: What's up? Welcome, brother. It's so
0: good to have you here, (laughs) man. Good to see
1: you, man. Thank you for having me, for real. I'm glad Mateo was able to... You know, reach out and put this together
0: man and and we were just talking mateo is your your manager and a friend yeah and friend first definitely friend first before the management he hit me up and had nothing but kind words to say which weren't even necessary because i would have had you on with terrible words said <laughs> <laughs> which <laughs> which there there are no terrible words to be said but th- it was really really cool seeing somebody uh just go out on the limb for, for somebody who deserved it. So,
1: And I'm very, uh, and I appreciate that. I'm very fortunate to have someone like, you know, Mateo on my side. Yeah. Because for the past, I would say, two and a half years, it's been constant communication every day. How are we mm-hmm. going to make this work? How are we going to make it happen? Man, and I he's on it. the same
0: page. And this season's all about the balance between being a creative and being a... a artsy person, somebody who every every endeavor you go into, you look for for the art in it. And balancing that with being a business person, which is part of this industry. Whether you like it or not, Absolutely. It's, it's here to stay. Yeah. So it's cool that that your balance was found between these two people, between you and him. And I'm sure both sides kind of kind of bounce off each other and, and create something that that's really special.
1: Absolutely. It's a great, it's a great dynamic. I mean, the thing that's cool about mateo is we bonded over artists in high school together you know like Mm -hmm. mac uh specifically mac for sure and uh just related to his content the way he was speaking the way he was talking about you know his his day-to-day life and through that bond that me and him created through mutual artists that we like it's just that dynamic is has developed and has gotten so strong over yeah. the last two years. Um, I handle, you know, obviously the creative side, but and he fo- emphasizes obviously back end and, and the management aspect. But I don't get it twisted. He's he. I definitely take his advice on on the creative aspect too. He definitely has creative input, and it and it it's a great dynamic.
0: That's huge, man. And thankful finding somebody that you trust with your vision enough. To be able to take that advice is huge. And also being a creative and taking other people's advice is so fucking important. I mean, so many people are too stuck in their ways and they're not willing to realize that the more minds you put into something... Or into a lot of things, I should say. Everything's got its own situation, but the more minds in something, the more opportunities to have different perspective. And and obviously, everything funnels through you. This is your art. This is your music. But having that funnel and having these these different heads around that that can that can kind of give some advice and give some thoughts is it's everything. And it's, it's coming from a great place too, which is really important. He wants to see you win. Mm-hmm.
1: And and going back on on that. Uh being open to input whether it's creative or or whatever the matter is artists I feel like are tend to be well all artists are pretentious in their own way have egos and I don't after meditating going back to what me and Brandon were talking about earlier after meditating I found that by dropping my ego and letting letting the pride go away I'm able to create better music create Mm. sounds that I don't believe I would have came up with by myself you know or been inspired by um and yeah, it just works. And I feel like when an artist drops that barrier, that shield to let the universe, you know, give advice or, or do whatever input, um, that's how you grow. That's really how you grow as an artist.
0: Absolutely. And and also, you have to be, as an artist, you have to be aware of the inputs that, that are coming from, from your daily life as well and from people passing by and And I think if you stop there, then you're stopping short. You know, you got to also listen to the people that are close to you and that want to see you win. And and absolutely. Yeah. Just to give a little backstory, I I met David and Danny. Um, I sorry, I met David with with a a friend of ours, Mickey. And the day after I met him, he goes, "You want to go to a birthday party with me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, why not? Fuck it. I've known you for 30 minutes, and I love you already." and i get to this place and automatically when i walk in first of all you were the first person that came up you i went to give you to like to like dap you up and you gave me a big hug and i was like this is what i fucking needed yeah um, that was your first time out there that was my first time meeting anybody outside of David, which I met for thirty minutes at mickey's house that's incredible and i would not i didn't think i didn't know that i you know what I went in there and I was like i didn't know where we were i didn't know it was your house I didn't know it was jake's house jake's house i didn't know Tristan I didn't know it was his birthday wow um and now those guys are family to me. They're some of my closest friends in the whole world. I was with Tristan yesterday the day before the day before that um, yeah great I love just it.
1: great people in general that's so surprising to me because by the looks of it from what i remember of that night is you were so we were just so comfortable it mm-hmm. seemed like we had all known each other for a, a long time
0: absolutely yeah you and i sat down on those uh like the beach chairs and lounge stairs, chairs yeah. in the back and yeah and we we're just hanging out and talking and and i also got to hear some of your music from from tristan and then also obviously i did a deep dive i love what you do thank you um, but this is a cool experience because I got to meet you there. I made my decision of how much I liked you there. You know, like I didn't need any more time to figure out that I liked you a lot. Mm -hmm. I liked your music, but now I get to get to dive in a little bit more and learn about you as a person and before those experiences and how you started. So I'd love to kind of jump back to a little bit of the beginning for you. Mm -hmm. And where did, where did this all come from? Where did the music start? What are your influences?
1: So I think and, and thank you for the kind words as always uh I think that um so I'm from I was born in Pakistan right and mm. I come from a very my parents are very old-fashioned I would say and um any you know any brown parents any any I'm like from India Pakistan yeah. all of those parents want their kids to you know grow up and and be on the books right and be go engineering or law or or medical school and so um, that was always emphasized by my dad growing up to me mm-hmm. and my siblings. And I always found that I, it, uh, singing was therapeutic for me mm. singing, you know, covers and around the house and growing up, I would sing all the time. No one ever said anything to me and no one ever, like my parents, my brothers never told me to stop, Yeah, you know? And I think that alone, in its own case, I realized like, okay, I'm obviously not bad. They're letting me have fun. I'm happy doing this, and they obviously see that I enjoy it. Was it ever acknowledged at all, uh, positive or negative? Um, not necessarily negative by any means, and positive. I would say it wasn't ever an idea until a few years ago that hey, I'm I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm doing I'm doing music, and. Uh, you know, my dad enjoyed it. He would take videos to send to his buddies and, um, my brothers were always on board though. Hmm. My brothers always saw it and were showing me to their friends are seven to nine years older than me. And, um, my brothers always encouraged me to have fun and do it and do what makes me happy. They only wanted to see me happy growing up. Obviously they were studying. Um, and I think what really, really was the catalyst in my uh, artistic journey was, uh, I grew up in Leesburg, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And so I moved to Leesburg, Georgia. Uh, when I moved from Pakistan, I moved to Florida, moved and spent middle school, and em- elementary school in Georgia. Oh, wow. And so Leesburg, Georgia was a small town. It's a streetlight. You, you blink, you're going to pass it. And everybody knew each other there. And so I remember uh, there was talks around the community just saying like, Hey, there's this artist on American Idol, and his, his name was Philip Philip Phillips. And so, oh, yeah, I remember him. My, my uh, brother, oldest brother, actually knew him, and uh, my brother was a bartender at the bar where he played all the time, his live sets. And so, we saw him audition. I was like, okay, he made it to Hollywood or American Idol. He made it to Hollywood, and we're like, oh, this is actually happening. So everybody in that town was tuned in. And the entire time I was thinking, like, is this really happening? Not anyone we know. And I, he ended up, long story short, he ended up winning American Idol.
0: I watched the whole and, season.
1: And in that moment, I realized, oh, this is attainable. This is attainable. Mm-hmm. He was, he, and he talks about it in his story, he was uh, outcast. He didn't really have friends. He was just to himself and honing on his craft. And that got him to to the top. Right. And so when I when I realized that, OK, I could just work hard at this and make music and have fun and show it to people, whatever comes, comes. But I definitely want to live out the rest of my life with my future through music, because it's honestly the only now it makes sense. It's the only thing that really I feel like uh, gives me a peace of mind when I'm doing it, obviously learning and whatnot. But totally that, that's what started everything.
0: You know, that, that's so interesting. I mean, I got lucky now I'm, I'm from Detroit, so there was a lot of music coming in and out of there. A lot of people, you know, from Mike Posner and, and whoever it was from all these big Sean and just all these people that that you could see them go from regular high school kid to somebody who could pay their bills or 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 fly in jets or do all these crazy things based on the fact that that they spent their time practicing music. And that's really cool to hear that that you had an opportunity to see somebody who was a very normal person and all they did is work hard and practice and, and it allowed them to get to a point to where they could, they could be on top and they could see the world and they could prove themselves. And that had to be such an incredible experience to just have that little spark and be like, whoa, this could be mine. I can do that. Absolutely. And it wasn't necessarily like, okay, I'm going to go on American Idol. It was
1: like, okay, this this uh type of success that you know an art uh a creative would want in their career is is really attainable. However, whether you go on a uh, a singing contest yeah. or you know beat battle, rap battle, whatever whatever the case may be, um, but it just made me want to get better. I Absolutely. wanted to be as good as him. I wanted to be uh known for for my creative work. Hmm. You know, so that led to just a bunch of trial and error and and now we're here so
0: and when did you start doing a little bit more of the music and production side uh talking to Tristan yeah one of the things that he said is that you're the type of person where if you don't have a producer to work with the song still gets made yeah and and whatever it takes you will make it happen Mm -hmm. and absolutely that's huge that's massive and so
1: I so it really started in in college I was playing live music live music was my my come up I really would say acoustic playing at uh restaurants in college sororities Mm -hmm. and that's how I stayed afloat in college that's how I made money was playing live and no one whenever they saw me play live no one had any music to take home with them right they didn't Mm -hmm. have like a you know a catalog that they go see I was always doing covers and so but I would always wrote But I never really put myself in the place as, okay, I'm the artist now. And then I remember one night I played at this place uh, called Brick House at FSU where I went to college. And uh, down the street, a couple of my friends uh, lived in this really old abandoned house. It was practically abandoned, but they were residing there. And he had a studio in in the top room. And he was making just a beat. Looking back on it, the beat wasn't anything crazy. But he had a microphone. And he was like, hey, record something. And I had a verse written out in my in my phone. And then when he we recorded it and heard it back, I was like, oh, my gosh, you can do this. It was such a, a eye-opening experience. I was like, oh, endless possibilities. Mm. And so the amount of money that I had in my savings account, that night I went to Guitar Center, left his, left his house. He was, like, trying to mix it, add a ton of reverb on the vocals, not knowing what we're doing. Absolutely. And, uh... I go to Guitar Center and and all, spent my savings. Got monitors. Got a got a microphone at the time. Um, got an interface and I put out my first song probably three days later. Holy I found, shit! I found a I found a, a beat um, on YouTube and put it on SoundCloud. And once I put it on SoundCloud, the attention that I got as an artist mm-hmm. is to. Whose lyrics are these? This isn't a cover anymore. This is actually Schumacher. Wow. It was... I created a little fan base at FSU. And I was like... It's sold. I was sold at that point. Really like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. That was fun for me. And I'm being praised for it. And I, was, in the song, I'm talking about stuff that is kind of degrading to me. It's a hardship with a girl. But really uh, expressing my vulnerabilities in the song. That, you know, you're in college. You have... Everyone wants to be the cool kid. Everyone wants to be, I guess, uh, no one wants to be talked down upon. Yeah. And I felt like sharing those insecurities and that hardship to everybody and that many people relating to it and praising me for
0: for talking about it was was different. It was just felt really good. I mean, and the fact that you had the courage to go use this platform. You could, you could have written about getting fucked up and drinking and, and whatever, and the party. And, and FSU is the party school. It's the party school, yeah. So absolutely. the fact that you had, you know, and it's a place of, of fraternities and the bros and all that type of that mentality. And the mm-hmm. fact that you had what it takes to be vulnerable in that situation probably made a lot of those kids look at themselves a little bit differently too. And, and understand that, that what you're doing is not easy, but it's necessary. And that maybe, maybe, whether they're vocal about it or not, them looking inside is is necessary as well and and you led by example and and that's huge and uh it makes a lot of sense too, because the type of person you are, from my experience from the few times we've met and the few times we've talked is 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 that that very open easy, easy to read book where you're not trying to stump anybody. You're trying to automatically allow people to feel comfortable in their situation. And that's probably why I gave off that vibe when I first met you, is because when you walk in and somebody gives you a hug right away and offers you food and and wants you to feel like you're at your house versus theirs, Mm -hmm. that is everything. And that's what you bring with your music. And, you know, I mean, what else could you ask for as an artist than to give people the opportunity to feel welcomed?
1: I couldn't agree More, I definitely don't want to make music where it's too, where it's anything polarizing, right? I, as long as I'm speaking to myself, the only person that's really directed towards is me. Listen to it, take it as you please, but I know that I'm not trying. I'm trying to build, right? It's about building or inspiring some other kid that grew up maybe in the same situation as me with very, very strict parents that didn't really see the end goal at the at the time initially of what this music thing could turn into. And so I know there's, I know for a fact, there's a lot of kids out there that were in immigrant families that are just dreamers absolutely a, as kids. And they,
0: and I hope I can be that example to them. Trust me, I live for the experiment, but there is one place in my life that I don't want to be an experiment. And that's when trimming my balls, Luckily, the Performance 4.0 package is here. Inside this package, you will find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker ear and nose trimmer, the Crop Preserver ball deodorant, the Crop Reviver toner, the Performance Boxer briefs, and a new travel bag to hold all of your new favorite things. I needed the Lawnmower 4.0 so much more than I ever realized. This thing has a ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, all thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. A flashlight so I can actually see where I'm trimming. And not only that, but this thing's waterproof, so I can trim just about anywhere. I love this thing, and I love the whole 4.0 package from the lawnmower, the weed whacker, the crop preserver, the crop reviver, and all the free gifts they threw in. Trust me, fellas, your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code EXPERIMENT at manscaped.com. Com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code experiment at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. It's interesting because I don't believe that you have a responsibility to do anything because you are first generation, because you you know, you know were born in a different country. But I do think that the way you use it and the way you talk about it is very important. and And I think that there are kids out there who don't have as many people to look up to that look like them that come from a similar place. My, my roommate and one of my closest friends in the world, his name's Akash and, and he's a first generation. His family's from India yeah. and living with him and getting to experience what he goes through and the emotions that he releases because of it. And for other people to, to find solace in their situation. it It's something that somebody like myself, who's been here for multiple generations, my family and, and, and grew up with everybody looking like me, Yeah, you know what, it's, it's this, it, it, there's this energy that comes off of it that is so, so important and so necessary to help the world keep progressing and moving. And, and again, I don't think it's your, I don't think it's something that you have to do. I think it, it seems like it's something that you, that you get to do. It's this yeah. opportunity where you get a chance to really, really help a group of people Outside of just, you know, like there's going to be so many people who listen to your music, whether where color doesn't make a fucking difference.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree.
0: But there's going to be a lot of people who who can see you and say, you know what? I I understand that that my family moved here and that there's these certain expectations, but I get the opportunity to show to expand those expectations and and to broaden them and show that that what I'm doing can be just as lucrative and special and, and possibly far more uh necessary than than a lot of other opportunities and i think that's absolutely beautiful that you're that you're uh you're doing this for people outside of just the fact that your music is universal you know but okay. you're also giving off this this energy that is going to really help a lot of people i and i hope it does i hope it like i think as
1: long as i have this opportunity which i'm very grateful for i would be I feel like I would be doing a disservice not letting people know through, you know, opportunities like this of of my story. Someone's mm. going to relate to it. Obviously everyone comes from different beginnings, but um there at the end goal, it's I just hope people can see that through my music, just have fun. Just really have fun, enjoy yourself, be true in your lyrics, be very genuine to yourself. Don't try to ever make music that is not you experiment obviously but um definitely don't release something that you are trying to impress some somebody with or trying to convince somebody of something no just as long as you're making genuine music organic to yourself it's everything else is going to take care of itself
0: well what's interesting is most people get to that point 10 steps in most people find that sort of idea and that sort of uh that's those, those morals later in their opportunities, you know, you start by making what, what you feel like is going to hit and then making what your friends make and then this and that. And then eventually you find yourself and you get to this place where you can start making music that really is from the heart. You started there. I mean, you clearly, you clearly had life experiences before that allowed you to learn, learn these lessons early on. And and I can tell you at I, I'm we're similar in age and, at that time when you were doing that, I was still sitting behind DJ decks, not making my own music because I didn't understand my story yet. And the fact that you did is huge. And I remember the moment that I've been DJing for years. That was that was my claim to fame in, in high school. That was yeah. what people knew me by outside of the drums. And I remember seeing some kid in the library who was supposed to be working and he was sitting on a really fucking old version of Ableton with a really <laughs> fucking old version of Serum. Okay. And I remember seeing him being like, that's how you make what I'm playing and and that's when my steps started and by the time that I got there, you seemed like you were already you were already in this mind this uh this 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 I don't even know what to call it you were already in this position where you understood your place in the world to make the biggest difference and to me that's that's so that's so incredible to hear that that there are people out there who have the opportunity to start with with a lot more more necessary mindset a lot earlier and and i and i
1: and it comes from experience right i like like you got exposed to that kid in the library yeah right i was exposed to that kid in my that was my a mutual friend i didn't know he had a studio i think a lot of people just need to see it Mm -hmm. right and you don't know what it is exactly you want or how you're going to get there by just going out and doing it you just got to go out and do it and and everything else fig- figures itself out in the long run, right? It's, it's a super... Like, I keep going back to this trial and error thing, but learning is a... Music and learning is just a never-ending process. You have never learned what you need to know. You're always learning.
0: Yeah, and it's it's always going to be your experience. And that's a big part of this podcast and what Brandon and I, not preach, but we, we try to tell people is don't listen to every word we're saying on this podcast go through it find the find the points that that mean something to you that you feel like could be beneficial and then melt them and and and, and mold them into your own experience don't use our experiences and that's such a big was i want people to see so many people that are successful with so many polar opposite stories that you can understand that there's not a direct line that you have to follow your life experiences you have to use your, the experience with your family. You have to use the experience with your friends, your fuck-ups, your, your successes. All these things come together to use these steps in your own way. And, and that's clearly what you did is you used all these life experiences to create something that was bigger than, than just your story.
1: Absolutely. And like I feel like uh, even regardless of all of the... However much you think you have it planned out or you think you know everything... I definitely always think I, I have a plan. I have a plan, but it never goes according to it, right? It's okay. It's never a straight line. and But what I do think is my intentions have always been the same. Man, I love it. And when your intentions are always in a, in a certain place or and pure, every the world starts to conform to you. Yeah. The stars align that way. And so that's the biggest thing, right? Is don't be afraid of, of just going out there. As long as your intentions are pure, everything will take care of itself.
0: <laughs> People are always looking to write their own story, and I'm a big fan of not writing your own story and understanding that the universe will write it while you're going through it. And if you're too busy looking down at the pages trying to write them, you're going to miss all the experiences that are coming at you overhead, you know? You're going to miss the people that walk by you that will be your best friend, that will stand up at your wedding, that will hold your kids, that will give you the experiences that allow you to... to grow as an artist and all these things like the story will be written and it will continue to be written whether you like it or not so you might as well keep your fucking head up and enjoy where you're at and have a have a blast Uh with what you're doing dude and that's what that's you seem like you're just having you're using whatever circumstances come to you in life and you're really loving it yeah because I've found
1: I found at an early age a lot of it was out of my control yeah a lot of it is out of my control and I learned that personally you know I was very fortunate you know, I had a, a great I had a great upbringing. My parents were great. I didn't, never had too many hardships. My hardships came from things that were out of my control, like in terms of like health issues or uh, things that really showed me at an early age how precious life is. Yeah, and so because of that, I also realized how precious time is. Mm. It equates life is time, yeah. and so uh, I going through that at an early age, whatever the case may be. I'm at a point now where I don't take any moment for granted. What can I be doing in this moment? Because I might not get the chance to do it tomorrow.
0: Well, I appreciate you using this moment to come on here. Absolutely. And I really do think there's a lot of kids out there that are going to find so much solace and so much much love in what you're saying. And and it's really going to propel your story to be doubled and doubled and doubled and multiplied so many times over from their perspective and for that I'm, I'm so very appreciative of you as a human being as an artist and uh before we wrap this up what what can we expect from schumach what's coming out what's happening so uh
1: a lot last year you know i didn't no one got any music no one received any music i didn't put anything out as it was the learning phase i Same was for me as an as Going into that next phase into my artist's career, I learned everything. And now the songs you guys are about to get is uh, Everyone's About to Hear is definitely a more mature version of me. Uh, And take that however you please. But the music's just fun. It's more controlled. Um, And yeah, June 1st, I have my next uh, record coming out. It's called Cozy in My Dojo
0: man well i hope once we turn these cameras off that i can i can hear it absolutely i was definitely gonna show you i well, want you guys to hear it it's dude gonna be cool, man. i'm so appreciative of you and and like you giving me and brandon the experience to to hear you speak and hear your story it's been incredible um and i mean we'd love to have you on again and again because it sounds like we can have you on a million times and still not hear the whole picture which i love and that's how it should be
1: for life man uh I'm thankful for the platform, for you guys letting me talk, you know, and, and all the kind words and, of course. and just what Brandon's doing is super thankful for you guys, man. I can, I can, it's awesome.
0: Well, and thank you to you, Mateo for, for yeah. that ori- initial reach out. You are very much so appreciated. You are such a phenomenal, uh, Phenomenal first appearance of this man because uh, you you really did him justice in a way that that was well deserved. So
1: the next time he's out here, we're definitely going to be stopping by.
0: I would love it. And uh, man, thank you again. And until next time, to everybody listening.
1: I am Schumac, and this is an experiment.
0: Thank you, brother. Goodbye, everybody. The experience is the experiment. Ha <laughs>